0: Welcome into the show. Ian Sork here, joined by James Turngali and our newest guest, who probably should have been on at uh, an earlier date, um, but he's making his official. Um, this is your first time on the pod. Indeed. Our good so, buddy, Alan Pippen.
1: They call that his debut.
0: Debut? The debut. The debut of the Alan debut. Pippen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Want to talk a little Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I saw Far From Home last night. Um, th- these guys. Saw it already. I want to go over that. But we want to touch on some NBA stuff. Yeah, and Ian we, took his time.
2: We haven't uh yeah, sure. He does a podcast, but he saw Spider-Man two weeks late. A week well, and a we, half. Late.
0: Week and a half late. Week and a half late. Tuesday nights, it's cheaper. It made it uh work out that the way. Week prior. Mm. You it, decided it to didn't, sleep <laughs> instead, it listeners. Didn't, it didn't work with my schedule. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to so pretty much all the free agency stuff is is done. I think we're waiting on guys like maybe I- Iguodala and Corver. Marcus as far Morris, as impact guys. Marcus Morris? Yeah, that's big. That's big. Bigs um, have
2: all the power forwards.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you traded
2: for the best power forwards in the league. <laughs> Reggie Bullock.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so I really just want to get your thoughts on the landscape. Um, and you can go, I mean, just in general. I think there's a lot of talk about the player movement in general and whether it's good for the league and and how it contributes to the health of the league, what are your what are your thoughts on I guess all the movement
2: that has taken place? So me personally, I think it's really hypocritical for us to complain about players moving. I mean, we all have jobs. We have to remember that the you know from the players' perspective, not from the league's perspective. Just starting off from the players' perspective, I think that they should have every right to play where they want to play. And I'm a Boston fan, listeners. You probably don't know that because it took them this long to invite me on, but. I'm a Celtics fan, and I understand. You know, it's coming to Boston, dealing with the cold, the NBA season, the middle of winter. You know, I, I can understand why a lot of these guys choose to be in Southern California, uh, in Miami, in, you know, some of the warmer weather cities. But another, from the league's point of view, is I think, you know, you could make the argument that's not good for the league. But in terms of ratings for all their shows, all the ESPN viewership, I mean, every year now. Every year, free agency is an event, you know, and I, I think that's why they don't put it before the draft, even though it makes sense. I think they realize that it's the greatest stopgap for the league in terms of generating revenue in the middle of the offseason.
0: Yeah. One thing, too, is I think is like, one, the players aren't locked in to situations, but now the teams aren't necessarily locked in. And when stuff goes sour, or doesn't work out you can see that they'll move on quickly, whether you're under contract or not. And we saw that with Paul George. Um, What did you think about the, uh, the move? I mean, you, I think you credited Jerry West initially with a lot of it, but after reports and things that have come out, it seems like Kawhi has been the master. uh, He was kind of, it was, it was his plan.
2: Um, What'd you think of, of his move to the Clippers and how he did it? So I, I don't fully buy that. I, 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 I understand that that's the public perception that we're being offered, and I, I, I'm sure there's some element of truth to it. I think, I think certainly the Clippers were told that, hey, you need to bring this other piece for us to come, for Kawhi to come. His people told him that, right? Because the second the Paul George news filtered through, he immediately agreed. So we know from that point of view, he w- he gave them an ultimatum. He said, "You bring another superstar, and I'm coming." I don't think that's that was ever in doubt. But I think that the Clippers realized that they could eke out a little more time from Kawhi's camp. And I think they took their sweet time. They could have offered the same deal for Paul George two days before, three days before. I don't think
0: they had. Here's the problem though, is Kawhi was like, he called KD first. That was the first guy he called. And then he called Jimmy Butler and then he said no. And then he finally called Paul George and persuaded him to do it. So I don't,
1: I mean, like, I still don't think that takes away from yeah. the fact that Jerry had the team in a position to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah but right? I don't but it's, like I I don't I don't think he did I am just saying I think it doesn't get done unless Kawhi is leading the charge. And if Wait, Jerry yeah. West
1: doesn't manage the Clippers the way that he did, Kawhi doesn't want to go there in the yeah. first place. So but yeah, he I mean to give him credit for all of it, that's whatever. And it's not like Jerry West is gonna come out and ask for it. Sure. But definitely got an insight into a guy that we really didn't know at all, probably still don't that's the really big
0: takeaway for me.
1: Oh um, that's
2: definitely true.
1: But I mean I think it's cool that he clearly he wanted to go to back home, but the fact that the Clippers were his preferred destination even after the Lakers opened up cap space for him and he didn't have to do all this extra work. Kind of shows us what he's about. And, again, it's still
2: a thing Jerry deserves credit for getting them in that. But hold up. Hold up. I I don't think we're considering what the Clippers were doing for those three days. You're right. Kawhi was part of the recruiting pitch. But don't think the Clippers were just sitting there and twiddling their thumbs. Like, they were on the phones. It
1: seems like if he didn't bring up Paul George, they weren't going to magically land on Paul George. I think that's what Ian's getting at. I mean, it's I, like, I, I, I agree with that, but I, I'm saying thinking- we all heard Jimmy. We didn't hear KD until, I mean, Later. like, kind Kyrie of. Kyrie we got. Really.
2: We heard about Kyrie.
1: Um, they, they just said that Kyrie was... But I think the, what Ian's getting at is, like, Jerry didn't, like, have this master plan. Like, they put themselves in that position. But no, I, I agree. I agree with Ian that, like, I don't think we should just, like, all hail Jerry West. No, no. I, I agree um, with
0: I think it's I, I somewhere in it between,
1: but yeah, I mean, and I think Kawhi you, definitely did some heavy lifting. Like, I, I, I just he, he kind of
0: strung the Lakers, like pretty he much. Did. He did, no, he did. like Kawhi definitely did.
1: Well, um I think if, he, he if, knew if what the do make the move, he probably goes there, right? I mean, is yeah. that, like I,
2: it seems like he wasn't gonna go alone. But then does he go back to Toronto? It seems like that would have been the second choice. Now, how how do y'all how do you feel
1: that even after the KD injury? that he was the first one and then Jimmy was two and Paul George wasn't until later at three.
0: I think he just went through the free agent, free agency hierarchy. And I mean, I still think like KD is going to come back and if he's 95% of what he's going to be, then like, he's still going to be good. So, I mean, I, and him and Jimmy Butler do very similar things. I mean, Jimmy needs the ball in his hand and I mean, I can get that. And then Paul George is under contract. So,
2: I mean, but that's why he probably didn't realize it
0: because he, sure. he
2: probably went to Paul George last. Paul George wasn't a free agent. No one thought he was available. No one had any idea that Sam Presti would actually consider trading. That's why he probably went to He got that. a haul. I mean, he got the haul, the greatest haul ever. AD was the biggest haul ever. The problem is,
0: is where are those kicks going to land? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because I know you can find guys, gyms, they, they pop up throughout the draft. But, I mean – those clip. I mean, the Clippers are probably going to finish towards the top for the next couple of years. What about the two? A lot of picks? those
1: picks don't come for a couple of years. That's fair. You
0: have some that go into like 20, 24,
1: 25, 26. And they have some swaps. So, in the event that
0: it could work well, out, I mean,
1: regardless, draft capital is draft capital. Sure. I mean, they could end up trading that for a guy, you know, like, yeah. It's, I think Absolutely. if once it, I don't know if they were thinking about it, but if you, you know, Jerry, Knocks on your door and says, "We're willing to give you something for this guy." And OKC sits there and looks around, and they're like, and I think, are we gonna win a title with this team?"
0: And Paul George, if you say realized, no, yeah.
1: And your owners don't love paying the luxury, then you go full rebuild mode, and you get a young guy yeah. in, in Shea, and you get a ton of picks, and they'll probably get some young guys from Miami if that's where they trade him.
2: So
0: and Paul George, and I they, they can still compete,
2: trade, right? if they get enough good young play, I will say this, though. I think the Paul George trade was more about Russell Westbrook. I think Sam Presti, I think well, he always well, he harder, also He also, well, on, Paul, Paul, this.
0: Paul George requested a
2: trade. Correct. We'll get to that. But I, I, I think Sam Presti always assumed that Russell Westbrook had, was a little more flexible than he thought he was, right? Especially in the playoffs. Like, he always thought that he could elevate himself, maybe play more within the flow of the game not take as many bad shots and i think over time that trust has been eroded and that contract is just looming over him so he was offered like a parachute out of an awful situation
0: yeah if you're okc it's kind of tough because like i'm just kind of going back now like you had three guys who go on to win MVPs and you didn't want to pay you didn't know what hard you didn't know harden was going to be this guy but he was pretty good and they didn't want to pay him because they didn't want to go into the luxury tax because they didn't foresee the, the Caps. We're still not 100 sure on whether that was so. a
1: cover-up for them just picking the wrong guy.
0: It could be. It could be. This, the is mean, still out. We'll probably out never out. find out.
1: But, but both of those came out. I think the claim is that, that they didn't want to pay the luxury tax. Correct. So. But that could have been
2: their little they, whatever. They reached the finals with that team. Press conference. They'll never reach the finals. You know in the near term, like they they had a, a team.
1: Well, what I'm saying tough. is, they chose a Ibaka over Hart. Yeah, or they didn't want to pay the luxury tax. No, either chose. way that, didn't that didn't end hard. well for them.
2: For for all of San Presky's drafting, he's he's
1: and they were up three one against Golden State. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not like they weren't actually there.
2: Man, that's tough. That was a tough. <laughs>
1: that's a
0: tough go, man. That's a tough. I mean, just because I mean, it's been a good decade for the franchise, but. Could argue they should have accomplished so much more.
2: Um, You should you should argue. I mean, I I, yeah, I think it's on the GM. You know, like I think that part of the GM job isn't just recruitment; it's keeping your players. But again, then we
0: don't really know the real story because let's say hypothetically, ownership doesn't want to pay the luxury tax. Then what's Presti going to
2: do? You know, not and that's where. Yeah, I guess that he could be make the it. spin that he chose Ibaka over Harden. But then why are they paying the luxury tax with Paul George and? Right, years the later they're Western. paying luxury tax on a a much worse to The
1: fact that they chose the wrong guy. Yeah, but the jury is still out on whether those three guys could realistically, like, would Harden ever be what Harden is
2: if mm-hmm. if he's there as a six man? What major. if he's eighty five percent of that? Then they probably win a title. That's I, which is why they, they picked they, the they wrong come guy. Out I think we did agree with that. I think they picked Ibaka. We all watched that finals. I mean, it was too early for them, right, against LeBron. LeBron's team was a superior team. LeBron was in his prime. Durant wasn't there yet. You just – the one thing that teams don't do nowadays is have some patience. Like you saw what what happened with Portland last year. Like everyone everyone thought Portland hit their ceiling, right? Like it's like, guys, shut it down. Trade McCollum. You have to change it around. I think the problem with the NBA is it's become millennial basketball. Like no one has any patience. No one actually thinks that, hey, you just had a bad series or, hey, you just... How much of that is attributed to the freedom of movement that has been
1: created?
0: And there's a lot of good players. There's a lot of talented players. There's a lot of talent. Lee. I mean,
1: you but got- that shouldn't... That shouldn't negatively impact patience, right? Correct. I think, like, for example, the Bulls with Jordan, they were patient. Whether I mean, the ownership was a joke, still is a joke. There's not a lot of positive things. But the fact that, like, Back then, free agency wasn't really a thing. So they were able to keep all these guys. Sure. Whereas the culture now, is you, a little you, different. you have to, once these guys hit their third, second renewal, so yeah. they're seven years in or eight years in, if you drafted well like they did, you do have to make a choice. Unless you have got, like, that's why you will, Ian always says Golden State was so lucky with Steph getting hurt the year before his renewal and he signed for four for 44 or whatever yeah. it was. That
2: was a game changer. So then
1: they were Draymond. able to sign Draymond to a deal that he probably didn't deserve, mm-hmm. but would have gotten from somebody else. But they were able to do it and everything lined up. Yep. I mean, yeah, the stars aligned to the war, but that, that just shows how hard it is to build a to keep to
2: be patient. It is. I mean, it, but again, we have to we have to stress that I think Presky picked the wrong guy. I think we can all agree that
1: who are some teams that you think there's a couple promising young teams that. That should definitely be patient. I'm, I'd say the, team, the Kings, the team that I the Bulls, the, the Knicks, Pelicans. I don't know how promising the, the Knicks team are. that is. But which one do you think is most likely to be patient, and which one is definitely not?
0: So the team that has let I me mean, I'll say this: the team that has stayed patient and who I think is going to be rewarded maybe this season or the following one is Denver and the young talent that they have, and they've. It's true, and they've got Michael Porter Jr. who's going to come back. They have a lot of young guys who have played together, and we have a lot of teams that are being formed that are super talented. But there is something to say. There's something to be said for teams that play together for four or five years because you just know you know where to be, you know where guys for are sure. going to be. Like it just makes it so much
2: easier. And playing. that was Golden State. And that was exactly so. Wait one thing What do you guys think of Michael Porter Jr.? Do you think that there's is a there anything team? to think? No, I mean we we one, 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 one thing, Let's keep this
0: short because I think I'll, I think James is. Sure. Question was good, but yeah, I think seven footer who can shoot the ball. Like, if you go watch, I mean, YouTube videos from high school, can only tell you so much. I think he moves okay. I mean, you're seven foot and you can shoot; like, you're probably gonna end yeah, up yeah. doing okay. So, That's I mean, fair. I mean, if he even becomes
1: can, their like fifth or sixth best player, I think that pick was worth it. Yeah. What was it? 15 Yeah, yeah. So you got Jokic, Murray, Murray, who's pretty much the ideal guard, right, in today's NBA. I don't know how good he will become, but he's sure. definitely showing flashes for his age. Gary Harris is a nice piece. Yeah, Porter. Oh, I think that's a great point by Ian. But, yeah, I mean, you got them. They've already kind of made it. Made it. I mean, they've won, what, 64 games last year? Yeah, so, but really take the I next mean, step. Kings so. haven't made the playoffs. The Bulls have a lot of, I mean, really young. They might even be a couple of years behind the Kings. The Pelicans are kind of newly Yeah, they're minted, the babies. but...
2: I think yeah, the, I'm interested I think, to see. I think like, the, I
1: obviously, think, the Knicks are the obvious. Probably won't stay patient. I think the Hawks are the ones that need to stay patient because they got
0: they got a out lot, of, lot of pieces that could turn out to be pretty good in three or four
2: years. Do we think Utah's a young team, or they they've been in the playoffs? They've been in the, and the playoffs, and they're not.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to they're be superstars, good.
2: young, right? Like they're they Yeah, no, I mean,
1: minor. that's a team that should probably go for.
2: it. Yeah, and they should,
1: and they're they are. So out of Hawks, Kings, Bulls, Pels, Knicks. Think are
0: I think Hawks have the most promise. I think Hawks have the most upside. I think Trey Young is going to. I liked him at Oklahoma. I think he's going to be really good. I don't think he's going to be Steph quite there, but I mean, he can chuck it, and that dude can shoot. I think he's going to figure it out. He's going to figure out how to play with the size. You have Reddish there. You have DeAndre Hundru I still like. You have this Hoyter kid who's pretty Collins good. Is good. Collins I mean, you just have a bunch of guys who
2: are going to be good. I so. agree with that, but I don't know if they have that one guy. Because I'll, I'll, here's my issue with Trey Young is, like, you put him in a playoff situation, and he's a defensive nightmare. Like, he, he has no ability to keep I player.
0: agree, but, I, again, I think over time, once he learns how to play a little I, bit more. I, I don't he,
2: think that's something he can I don't think.
0: I don't think he's going to be a top – I'm not saying he's going to be able to lock anybody down, but I think he's going to learn – what he can and what he can't do, and eventually, once you play together with a certain group, you get a feel for what's going on in the court. I'm not saying he's ever going to be good, even a good defender. I think he, he could get by at a certain point.
2: I, so, so if you look at his advanced stats from last year, right? they're again, not I good, know, but was, again, no, no, really playing with no, a no, young no, I, team. I agree with you, but if you look at his advanced stats from last year, they were historically bad. No, they like, were. 100%. They were sto- like there have been rarely been defensive seasons played by players. But as defense bad
0: as is also a team, con- like it is. it's a of team course. concept,
1: and when young, like young teams historically are terrible on defense. So I think the takeaway so. is if that doesn't improve, then that can hinder them. But to Azan's point, like they don't have the, the superstar. The yeah. We've seen teams
2: win without that. Okay. No, I it agree. It can with happen. You. But but I'm saying wouldn't you rather than And they have enough them? to get that guy. But wouldn't you rather package eventually. three of these guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you they yeah.
1: have to prove that they're worth something. They're really young. There's the super mean. The Hawks like, are super young, the Bulls are I mean, super and young gonna, the Kings are to me on that Husk where they need to decide what's gonna happen. Yeah. This is kind of a make or break year.
0: Because the Hawks are gonna, I mean, they have got all their all, they have kids. They're all in their early it's 20s. Too early for
1: they're 20s. gonna be yeah. four years
0: from now, they're still gonna
1: be super young, even if they have this
0: score yeah. together. So uh, but right. I want to let's change gears. Let's go I want to go over your team, Boston Celtics. Um, this is a team who had accumulated a bunch of assets in that in that Brooklyn trade back in 2012 <laughs> now or 13. It
2: was the first big haul. First big haul. Yeah.
0: Here we are in 2019, and yeah, I think then you made the trade for Kyrie Irving, and you know all this stuff has happened. Tatum's been good, not so good last year. Browns, oh, nice. Brown's, ha- Browns had his moments where he's gone up and down. How are you feeling going into
2: next year about your squad? So I feel a lot better than last year, and I know that sounds completely crazy, but you felt timeout. You
0: felt better about this squad and like at this point of the year. So you acquired. Kyrie, you acquired Kyrie in the summer of last year. Right.
2: No, the summer <laughs> of the year before. We acquired him the year before that.
0: Forget. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah. My bad. Go ahead. Sorry. Never mind. So that question. So I think that the thing with the Celtics is, if you follow if you follow the Celtics, you'll understand that the way the Celtics play basketball is a little different from the rest of the league. I don't think it's the conventional superstar method. I don't think that's ever worked. I think if you look at the history of the Celtics, we've been best when it's been a team dynamic, right? Even Larry Bird, like the kind of superstar he was, right? Like one of the best passers ever. I just feel like the culture of the Celtics, like when you go into the stadium and you know, when you watch games and you see how the reaction is when you have Kyrie dribbling the ball. Guys around, feed
0: off the crowd. Correct. Right. The, yeah, crowd, like, the crowd, that's that's the crowd energy doesn't too.
2: connect to the city. Like the right. city is a hard nose, you know, it's kinda of like New York like that. Like it's it's, like it, it's 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 a hard nose, like blue collar city, right, at heart. So I, I think they want to see guys who come out and compete. I, I don't think it'll ever be the the place where we get the 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 and you know we have these big name free. The agents. talent's going to
0: have to work within the organization. Correct, where
2: right. correct. So I, I mean, I think the t- I think sticking to Tatum and Brown was the right idea. I think I think a lot of you guys will be surprised next year at how Tatum and Brown play because I think the way that unfortunately Kyrie and Brad didn't get along at all, and because of that, you know, most the offense was very like was very static. It wasn't. Pace and space like they played the last year. And You saw the difference in results. Like you had more talent, but the team wasn't. As I, don't good. Think, I don't
0: think it just worked because Kyrie is so damn good one on one. Yeah, and I, I think he can. I think he can get guys involved, but it's not like no. it doesn't fit well, especially within the offense that they were trying sure. to do, where there's just a lot of a lot of play, they're moving bodies. Pays there's a lot. Space. There's a lot of handoffs, like, it's like handoffs. a college offense. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's like yeah. Brad Stevens' offense. I mean, look what look what Brad Stevens did for Isaiah Thomas. Right. Yeah. Avery Bradley. Like what he does for guards. Like the system he runs. As long as a guard can stay disciplined within the system, right? He's gonna have the best stats of his life. Even had great stats. But here's the issue: when Isaiah played for the Celtics, he wouldn't come up the court. He wouldn't come up the court, dribble the ball around. You know, at the end of the game, he would, and he was a great closer. But early in the game, you pass the ball off. You get motion. You get Horford coming and set screens. You had a lot of pace and space, and he'd get the ball. You know, while he cuts into the corner or he cuts to the top of the key, and then let loose. It wouldn't be last year. The Celtics were bring the ball up, and the guy who had the ball was so scared about getting it back that he puts a shot.
0: Yeah, I think you guys are actually going to miss Horford more than anything because of the for sure. He just did so much for that team, and I think he was arguably their most important
2: piece over the past couple seasons. Agreed. I mean, he's been our best player, but you can't also deny that he's thirty-four. Yeah, hundred percent. And you can't. You know, I, I don't. I don't know, think Danny Ainge can pay 110 million to him. I, no, I, I agree. I honestly, Which again is why it's so hard to go back to
1: keep teams together. It is It's so hard. It is. I mean, and you they would, know that they're gonna. Like, if they would have done that, they wouldn't have been able to keep Brown and Tatum.
2: You're right, and and they you would have had to choose. You know what Danny's big plan was, right? His, his big plan was get Kyrie, convince him to stay. You have a superstar, and then trade for AD because then you'd feel comfortable putting Tatum Brown, probably both of them. You'd have to give up. In the AD trade, and then you probably have more than LA with the picks that he has. But if Kyrie's not staying, he he couldn't do that. And the fact that he replaced Kyrie with Kemba is pretty impressive. Like I, it could have been so much worse, right, yeah. for the Celtics. Like, can you imagine? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I'm excited for them. I mean, I, the Knicks are so relevant that I never really hated the Celtics. I actually like Paul Pierce was one of my favorite players growing up. He's kind of a clown now, but. <laughs> It's fun, he did predict it was fun to see them beat, you know, the he Lakers. Did, but did, yeah. I'm, I think, I mean,
2: I, I would be shocked if they don't have a better
1: record. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they're not all playing better and happier this year with Kyrie gone. And if anything, it, it probably lit a fire under Tatum and Brown. Yep, especially Brown, who I, I believe is on is his contract here, right? this is his so, last year. Yeah. Um and the big I think those guys are extremely talented, tons of potential, and that
2: could have just been the thing that they needed to take him to the next level. Yeah. And 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 the biggest X factor next year is going to be Gordon Hayward. I mean, this is a guy. I've been big on him. I've, so I, I, I have He's always been have big be. on him. Mean, you have to be. But, but think about it, right? Like he was an all-star in the West a year before he got hurt. Right, Comes in, sm- you know, compound fracture, dislocated ankle, a little bit of ligament damage, thankfully not a lot. But from what we saw from the Paul George injury – it takes a year, really, to get back in the flow of things. I mean, right? yeah, no. So, I agree. so last year, if he was sixty percent, he was. No. Uh, last year he was about sixty percent, I'd say. It's of tough. What, if he can get to ninety percent of what he was, and he's he's a really unselfish player, likes to move the ball, he's going to be one of the ball handlers on the team. It's going to be Kemba. What's, and what's interesting is, I still remember when
1: they signed him. His numbers up to that year in his career were actually very comparable to. Paul George, yeah, who ended up having he's a couple of years probably older. a career year, Paul George. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if Gordon Hayward can be a, a return anywhere near what he was, be their fourth best player, yeah, that would mean Tatum and Brown are probably playing pretty well.
2: Yep, it's
1: that's not a good. That team. many teams in the East. What do,
2: What do you guys think of would scare them? What do you guys think of the candor move? Like I know Inez has a. I he's, think he's going to not Horford. He's, he's dead, not horrible. I think he's
0: going to fit in with that city because of the way that he plays and his energy. He'll uh, be yeah, a good backup
1: center.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, then who's starting? He's should, a good backup center. Sure, if he's your starter, that I mean, defensively,
1: that's trouble. No, like Ian said, they'll they'll love him. He tries. He, I mean, the effort, the offensive boards, all that's there. Um. And if if he's going up against a traditional big, then it's not that big of a deal. But if he's going up against a stretcher, a quick guy, then it's sure. a switch on a screen. And it's ugly, but.
2: So so moving to the rookies, the Celtics is here. Another reason for excitement is I, I think, like Carson Edwards. I, I really like Carson Edwards. He he, he's he's a bucket. I mean he's a walking bucket. Like I don't think he's ever gonna do anything else in his career.
1: And but just having and him.
2: he's beyond confidence. Beyond, I mean, I I watched this guy in Summer League, and I I sorry guys, yeah, I I have as little life as I've been watching Summer up. League. There you so, go. Yeah, um, I mean, he doesn't like he shoots at the first sight. of I mean, space. I knew that he had that when he when they played.
0: Uh, I guess it was Virginia. Te, was it te, Tennessee? Purdue. Tennessee. And, Tennessee. And our other and guy he just
2: went off, off. Went off in and the our, tournament. Our other guy, Grant Williams, who I'm also very excited about, is kind of like a you know, maybe a poor man's Draymond, like he's a big guy, like 6'7", not too tall, just like Draymond, undersized. He had the 96th percentile in strength in the uh, – among current NBA players, they did some metric to find that out. He's really just bull, yeah. big body. And what he if does – If you can low, get
0: right, then he'll be very good. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and he, he can he can manage the offense on top of the key. He can manage offense from the low post. Like I think off the bench next year, him and Edwards will be very interesting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quick thoughts to end our NBA talk. Just we'll go ahead. Just favorites heading into the season. The most open it's been since we were kids probably going. I mean, this entire decade, I'm getting league pass, and I'm going to watch probably a lot more than I did this past year because there's a lot of teams that I want to see play. Clippers, obviously favorites. Lakers are up there. Um, imagine you're going to have Milwaukee. As I'll let you go first. You
2: any any additional thoughts on who you think will end up I, I don't even write end. off Utah. I mean, I think that Rudy Gobert is just yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't on yeah. purpose. No, was, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's let's go to the Eastern Conference, right? Because we always assume that you know we're assuming right now because the West is so stacked. But I think the East has some really good teams at the top. If Milwaukee can take that next step, because I don't bet against Giannis, right? Like I think this guy's proven every year he's going to come in with some sort of something he's worked on. Last year, his three point shot was not as bad. I, I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Right. So if he can take, you know, that from 30% to 33, 34%, just become a threat. Just become it's a threat. Just think about he it. Doesn't, right. Just an open three point shooter, right? If he can make static set threes, you how do you defend this team? Right. Because then you have to come up against him. You can't stop him then. He's gone. Yeah. Even if, even if you may have to think about it.
0: By the way, we have two and a half until we're at the 30 mark. So
1: I'm concerned about them. I don't disagree with anything that you just said. I just... Uh, Something about his game? I don't know how you... No, 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 no. He will not be the problem. Brogdon? I don't know how you lose him. I, I just don't know how you choose Brooke Lopez over Malcolm Brogdon. Ah.
2: Or Robin Lopez, for that matter.
1: And then bring in Rob... I mean, that's... That was, I mean, that... I don't, okay. I don't think that was the decision. I think the decision was Brooker, Brogdon. I just don't know how you do that because you already have a guy who's... I mean, Giannis is big. I don't know. I I think Philadelphia got better. I don't think Milwaukee got better. And the fact that Philly took Toronto to Game Seven and Kawhi stuck a dagger in their heart, I I think I think Philly's the favorite in the East. I mean, moves can be made in the West, and and I would even like Boston. This version of Boston versus versus Milwaukee as well. Yeah, I just, I'm not sold on what they have around him. Maybe they can make a deal. Out west, I actually I wouldn't bet money on them winning it, but I think people already. I already saw Portland like down at like six or seven. I think people are sleeping on Portland.
0: That's a good pick. I really. do. not the a odds bad pick are. at all. I really. I do think pick. the Houston odds are ten to one. I don't know I like, if they have another I've one. Been, I've
1: never been on Houston.
0: Yeah, I know you never have been, but you could argue they've had two opportunities now where they could have made a push and they didn't do it because Harden needs to do it for me. To really put in that next level of players, and in the playoffs he hasn't been able
1: to do it. But um, and Chris Paul is going to be a year older. Yeah, the Western Conference Finals. You could have that's, that's I think. I mean, the team that comes out of the East, it's not always the case. But I mean, you're going to have to imagine they had an easier road.
0: That yeah. So um, the West is a
1: gauntlet.
0: Yeah. No, it is. It's going to be nuts. I mean, what
1: you're going to have? New seconds. Orleans, San Antonio. Denver, Utah, Portland, two LA teams. Yeah, so uh,
0: it's going to be a lot.
1: Um,
0: yeah, there's a lot of teams in the West. Take a quick break. Hey, Dallas. Take a quick break, and then on, <laughs> and then on the other side, we'll probably go into the Spider-Man Far From Home movie, which was awesome. Tommy. So- All right. So uh, we'll I watched about Russ. We didn't no, we didn't. We wanna do you wanna do that real I quick? I think that
2: needs its own podcast. <laughs> I really do believe that. I real quick, think, where do you
0: think he lands? I think I think Miami's gonna try and do it. They've been irrelevant for the last few years since LeBron left. Um
2: Hard that'd, be, that'd be good for his brand. Hard knocks, man.
0: Riley's seventy four. When guys get up there, they wanna they wanna win. So I mean don't be surprised if he goes up. I like don't.
1: Little, I little, don't hate. I mean, it would be amazing to watch. But hard knocks. If Jimmy and Russ actually figured it out,
2: that'd be a tough backcourt. That'd be tough out in the playoffs. That like, be Tough out.
0: The personality clash could be very. I, but what I'm
2: saying it, is, so. if they
1: actually figured it out, you're gonna have I a bigger, bigger. The clock is ticking for both of them. It's gonna be bigger, yeah, bigger. It's, it's, to it's tough day. to teach old dogs new tricks, but they're not that old. But they're old enough where the urgency <laughs> should be.
0: The age is probably heightened. <laughs> Russell's old. I mean, Jimmy's a wing, but Russell old old guards, aging guards. No, they, their window
1: would be two years, and they would need something around that. But it would be fun
2: and, some, and and so
0: no one's left. Yeah, no. The content, <laughs> the content would be great.
2: Um, but hard knocks.
0: I want to. We need NBA hard
2: knocks. Yes. We 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 need, that.
0: We need so that. I feel like we already get it with Twitter <laughs> in the way that it's almost a reality show. Um, but. I saw Far From Home last night, and I was—you guys saw before me—and I was absolutely blown away. Um, I—I'm gonna let it sit, but it's got to be up there in the rankings for me as far as the MCU movie rankings. And for me, it was the fact. Don't you
1: feel like that every time another one comes out now. It's insane. Isn't
0: it insane that they just keep on doing it? But for me, this one was so tough. It was tough because you're releasing this movie a month after Endgame where it was just this enormous film with so much going on and the events that are taking place Stark dying. All these characters are in the movie and you have to follow it up a month later and create another villain. That's going to somehow even if you're not going to come close to Thanos and like what his character was, so to me, the challenge of putting together a product that was going to come after Endgame and be good was really difficult. And to me, they did that.
1: How many movies would do, like, we, we were like halfway through and they basically do like, like a, it almost felt like a director's cut where they actually show us who Mysterio is. And they like just cut away from the movie. Entirely Show us him and his whole team. Yeah. And that way, within... Because, I mean, in the age where we have all these series, where we have this um, uh, unreal character development because they have so much time to do it, Marvel was still able to give us enough of that in the middle of the movie and set us up for the rest of it yeah. where we understand where the villain's coming from and get enough that we can start hating this guy.
0: I wanted to get into that. Um... I, just, I
1: was like... That part stuck out to me so much. It was, like, so much different from the rest of the movie. But they literally took the time, whatever it was, two, three, four minutes, to be like, all right, this we're is going away from everything that's going on to, to show them what this is. No, and I thought that was
0: – It was extremely well done. And the – for me, also, like, on a higher level note is how often are sequels – and I think – do you guys think this one's better than, than Homecoming? Both can answer that.
2: I think it does That's good. I mean,
1: I, I... I definitely wouldn't say it's worse.
0: No. <laughs> I think I liked it better, maybe just because the characters are... At least Spider-Man, Tom Holland's character, a little bit more developed yeah. in as far as where he was after Endgame and Infinity War. So I think we had more to work with. Um, so no, I, I, I thought it was great.
2: I, I don't have a single gripe. I have a, I have an echelon. I think there's an echelon of MCU movies... Where you don't compare them with each other, they're kind of like the gold standard movies, right? Like Thor: Ragnarok, Black Panther. I love right? Thor: Ragnarok. Like yeah. Spider-Man, both these Spider-Man: Homecoming and for me, Winter Soldier, Far From Home, Winners both Civil War. I think should also be in there. I think so, I know. Right? Virtus- Correct. I. I there's so was, many. That
1: was more of an Avengers movie to me than a Captain America movie.
2: Oh yeah, and that whole series, so, like, even Civil War, was. Did but you? I think
1: that's what this universe has done is you don't get the sequel feel.
2: No. Yeah. No,
1: you don't. Like, whereas when you're Spider-Man standalone with nothing else going on... Because even... Well, they, the origin, even Not even an origin story, because they were able to set... At least it was an appetizer. I wouldn't even say set up, but like, you got an appetizer of Spider-Man Civil War. And Civil War. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, and they take their time, right? And they didn't
1: do the Uncle Ben thing, which is no. all known and seen done twice. We don't need it again. And... So like this didn't even feel it didn't like they have the ability of what they built to not have to do a sequel. It's yeah, like, and it's how they tell the story
0: it's too just a because it's the like, next comic book. In Spider-Man, like with Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, it was like or traditional hero movie. It's like he becomes the he, you know he learns that he's got this ability. He becomes this hero. There's this girl, and then he gets the girl, and he defeats the bad guy, and that's all done in one movie where they've spaced it out so well with the introduction in Civil War to there was a girl in the first movie and this kid's trying to figure it out and he's figuring it out and he defeats this guy. And then you realize that's not the girl. Yeah. And MJ's actually at the end and they tee that up and they leave that for us. And then it just kind of funnels into the second one. Yeah. And it's just the flow of the story to me is
2: more natural. Well, is, I think yeah.
1: they it's, cut their teeth. Because if you go back and you think of the Marvel movies that you're not like super jazzed to rewatch, or if we were—I mean, you and me did it a while ago where we ranked them. Um, it was the traditional sequels, Iron Man Two, not anywhere near the top upper echelon. No. That was that was before Thor all 2. these other people came in Thor Dark 2. World, yep. and some people have come along on. I'm not I'm not Yeah, it's, it
0: wasn't terrible. It was no,
1: terrible. but that's my point. Is it's not. Anywhere near what they're putting out now, and those were true sequels. Right. Because we weren't even at Avengers yet. Yeah. Dark World, I think, came out right after. Yeah. Maybe. But either way, they what, were like what, they felt like sequels. Yeah. These don't feel like sequels anymore.
0: Agreed. What is um how did you guys feel about the the connection to Tony Stark and the farewell theme that we got and how that kind of tied into Tom Holland's character?
2: Well, I, I thought their relationship was for me one of the best connections we've had in the MCU, right? Because Tony's a selfish, self-absorbed, you know, initially selling weapons like Playboy, right? Like that's his character. He's, he's so shallow. That's all we know about him. And then we realize, okay, there's a reason for that, right? Like his father really never had time for him. Like we know, like whether, he, you know, at the end we kind of think think better of Howard Stark, build the messages, blah, blah, blah. But he, sent, he shipped him off to boarding school. He didn't have time for him, let's be honest. And I think Tony – showed such incredible maturity to see this kid who also didn't have a father figure, you know, Aunt May's great, but like he didn't have a father figure and to set up that connection, the way that they did, I was, was incredible. I mean, I, I, it was so organic. And I think in, in end game, when you see his face, when Tony passes and it's, it's so well done, like tra- trace, you can trace that point all the Good way to the
0: actors. Back. Too. Yeah. Great. Together on screen
2: too. You can trace that relationship all the way back to civil war. And it's so organic. None of it was forced. None of it was, you know, pushed upon him. Like, hey, we need to make Peter, you know, his ward or whatever. You know, like the the argument they had, right, when they were on Titan, yeah. like when when Doctor Oh, sorry, on the spaceship, when Doctor is like, who is this guy? Your ward, and it, it, it just shows how natural the relationship was, which which is incredible. Yeah, yeah no. I don't know if
1: that's in any of
2: the comics. I don't. I, I don't think so.
1: Like Tony, so it's like. Amazing that they came up with that idea, because that was, I mean, a huge element of the end of you know the last three movies that Tony Stark showed up in, and we still, I mean, we're still seeing it in this movie.
2: Yeah.
1: This, I mean, it just touched like it's amazing how much better they did Spider Man. I really like the Andrew Garfield ones. Not as much. If we had a rank, not as much the
0: sequel. If we had a Rank them right now. I think we all agree Tom Holland's one. I mean, there's no, there's not
2: even a point. It's, 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 Tom, I mean, it's, it's Tom Holland. It's Holland or or Tom Holland one and two. It's then Spider Verse three, and then <laughs> Miles it's, Morales. It is no, it, I, it is as far as yeah, it is,
1: is a movie. Yeah. I mean, I, the first Andrew Garfield I thought was better than any of the original trilogy. Yeah, I mean, we can thank well the problem McGuire and Sam Raimi for kicking all this off. Yeah. Right, I mean they definitely deserve. I that. mean their
2: graphics were insane.
1: Well, it doesn't really help yeah. too
0: that I think that like Maguire and Garfield were probably like in their mid to late twenties trying they to were. play like. They, I think Maguire was older than we are now, trying to play a high school kid. Oh, so they're both
1: sure Garfield did. They both or were 20, way are. too old. Stupid. cat I mean, I, I the reason why I like the second one, but I just thought the people that they picked were so much like. The girl, Emma Stone, Gwen, like, I mean, and the Uncle, and, I mean, everything was better selection, and then Marvel's obviously just, you know, I love, I, I, the, I like, I
0: like MJ's character in this one a lot, yeah, and the way that, that she she fits into Daya, yeah, she's great, she's absolutely
2: phenomenal. All right, which so. begs the question, are we going to have an MJ death? Because they haven't shown the Uncle Ben death on the screen, right? I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think there's any point. Maybe we'll know more about him, but I don't think they ever revisit the scene or
0: what. Well, I think this is. I don't
1: think they will. I think Tony Stark
2: is bad is it, version of that. That's fair. I, I, I definitely still agree don't.
1: I, I don't think it adds anything by going back to Uncle Ben. Yeah. Because they just they haven't addressed it at all. Correct. Which is fine. It's whatever. We, we he know passes. that it happens. Yeah. So.
0: Mysterio, you kind of gave... I mean, you, you said it. I thought they did a great job of laying out the villain in this. Because, like I said, you're following Thanos, who's this, you know, extraterrestrial threat to the universe. Powerful. And I'm thinking... I mean, even coming in, I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do here or how they're going to set this up. But they did tie it back into Star to me, which is interesting. It was brilliant. And, yeah, I know. So.
2: And you saw those some of those people in Iron Man 1. No, I mean, they referenced One. it, which was awesome. Which is... I mean, Kevin Feige, like, he's the brain. Like, there, there is somebody – it's like – remember the old Spider-Man uh, cartoons? Like, the web, like, Madam Web and stuff? Like, everything is – all these worlds are interconnected. He's Madam Web. Like, he connects all these stories in a way that is just incredible. Like, I, as long as he's there, we are never going to get a bad MCU movie. I, I don't think you can make an argument that any of them so far have been bad. Right, Some of them, not as good as the others. Yeah, I mean, they might. I, I agree. I don't think they're going to strike out as they like
1: venture out and try to – like they're doing this – is it the Inhumans? Eternals. And when they start – yeah, when, when they get to like some of the non-mainstream stuff. But, he, I mean, you look at Guardians.
2: Nobody yeah, – that no one, wasn't the thing. The Guardians weren't even
1: popular. Chose, like Iron Man, Thor, Captain – I mean, none of those are Spider-Man Man. or Superman or Batman, which the last two are not more of. Understand.
2: Guys, Guardians of the Galaxy right. was was not even a mainstream comic series. Like it was right. it so was like, a niche comic That's just
1: my evidence that like they might not even strike. I mean they might not even like
2: get a triple.
1: I mean it's just it's insane.
2: And they'll they'll have people following up. Like I, I, I think I think they introduced Tony's daughter for a reason. I think eventually she will play a more traditional Iron Man. Like I I think they'll keep it rolling. I don't think they're gonna take the concept of Iron Man just throw out the window. I think I think they'll find a way to reuse it and make it, you know, she'll be how very sh- different. How
1: sick was the nanotech suit in the beginning.
2: That
0: was cool. <laughs> also, like just in like a viewing experience, the barf, <laughs> the, the, barf <laughs> the barf the barf illusions where he's basically sending Peter into these like weird Oof. spaces. I got kind of I got I got kind of nuts there and you didn't know
2: what was actually going, going on. on. A lot. It Sarah. was. It was brilliant. I mean, they made you feel like
1: what Peter was
2: feeling. Also, did you guys realize? I, I didn't realize Spider Man was as strong as he was. Dude, is, yeah. Until he this did, movie, he took I mean, he's out here holding up buildings and stuff, yeah. and like, I mean, you tell me bullets he took in from those drones, like yeah. in, in the last scene, like he took, and those those are real. I like,
1: think he took, I mean, I think the I, suit. I was yeah, like, the think shoes. suit has to be like the Wakanda. Like Black Panther suit. I mean, he's he's, he
0: just ref- he's got like some deflects i pretty sick. Like he was
1: yeah. he custom built like that. Yeah, they, I mean, he was getting shot and they weren't, so it, it had to be tech from Black Panther yeah. suit that he chose. He to put he, into the
2: Spidey suit. He got he got, and he got run over by a bullet train too. Yeah, I that mean, was wild. And then he survived that. That was pretty intense. I <laughs> that's I, pretty, I think he is stronger than we know. Like, I, no, I, yeah,
0: you get hit by a bullet train and you can get up from that. That's that's a pretty indication. What did y'all you think of...
1: Because it was a... I feel like it was way more prevalent in the first two Spider-Man series. The whatever anime calls it, which was there for... Spidey comedy, tingle? But the Spidey sets. <laughs> the fact that Peter didn't tingle. have that. Like, that was something I feel like was a big... Like, more than the... the super strength no, it's, a part, stuff. it's a part
0: of the maturation process of, of Spider-Man. No, I agree. 100%. I think it had something to do with Tony.
1: No, I'm, I'm just saying... Mm-hmm. Will we see that? Will we see that more in the next?
0: One? You got to think, but here's where I want to lead off. Is so Spider-Man saves the day, he gets he gets Zendaya, he gets the girl, and he did it in such a great fashion. And next thing you know, it's all happy, good, good <laughs> They're swinging, and they put she puts him down. He's about to bounce, turns around, and on the big screen in New York City, Mysterio pulled a fast one. You could see that something was going on when. I don't remember the character's name, but the guy who was behind Jake, the scenes, uh, who was bald, who was working the computers, pulled out his yep. chip or and thumb drive, thumb drive, sets him up big time and makes it look like he was the one who was responsible for all this. Um, and gets his identity revealed. And there was a guy, I think there's a callback to Iron Man 1 in a sense. And I think that's what they were going for is revealing his identity and kind of changing what the landscape's going to look like for him and how he's going to navigate it. So, I mean, obviously they haven't even announced yet, but one part about this movie too. Sorry, I'm going a little long here. It made me want to see the next one right now. I'm like, I am just, I was like, they're going to do that to us. I just want
1: Spider-Man movies. If I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, no, I am all in. (laughs) Well, you will. I somehow, I, I want that movie to come out next summer and we're not going to get it for another two years because, at least, I think. I think 2021 is what they're probably going to do.
2: Also, how happy are you guys that they got J.K. Simmons back in the J.J. with that? was
0: cool. So, like, <laughs> would you would you guys think at the end?
2: And I mean, it seems like there's so many different directions that they can take this. I think it was a, like you said, I think they were trying to mirror the Iron Man scene. But the difference being, he got to say it on his own terms in a heroic, like, super heroic setting, right? Like, he just saves the world from, you know, probably a problem that he created, if you're being honest. And he comes out and says, "I am Iron Man." You know, he's me- mega wealthy. He can protect himself from crazies. Peter lives in Queens among the people, and they're going to be some crazies coming after him and the family. Now, you know, and then there's sinister. Six Probably not going to be
0: able to keep the girl. That's going to be tough. That's a relationship. Very tough. And the
2: well, in the comments, but but not even who he ends up. Or I guess it is who he ends up. Like, he ends up with yeah.
0: But I mean, to be to be fair, like her and Ned. Know what happened, right? You got to think. Yeah, like there's no way Ned's going. Yeah, this was all Peter. No, she knows. I mean, they know that there is an illusion. Like that's what. Well they're he'll doing. have
2: people on his side. Um, uh, I think it'll be more than that. I think there's definitely
1: three. He will definitely be hurt, and someone is definitely going to die. Whether it's in, whether it's MJ or May, someone very close. What to about so it happy? Could be, could be happy. It could be happy,
2: and it could be. Um, or you I know, don't it could be. Close it could be.
0: I don't know if they're going to go that. I mean, we just we just saw Tony like Tony dying to me was a huge. thing. So we just had a well, huge. We didn't lose anyone in this. We just movie. had a huge he didn't death. You don't lose anyone in this. To lose
1: everyone. I know, but you
0: don't have to lose someone in every, every single. And that's not big. He didn't, in Mar- he didn't lose anyone I'm either. just saying, but that's not big in Marvel movies in general. Like people dying is yeah. kind of a rarity. And so they, they don't, they don't I mean, and by there. having his identity revealed, and the fact that people now think he was the one who did this, to me, that is—it
1: has to up the Someone's going to die. I'm going out there. That's
2: my say. I don't think he's going to be MJ.
0: And I, I think actually, I'm going to go the opposite. You guys think it's going to be someone close? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the kid that's been hating on him this entire time. Flash. Yeah.
2: Speaking of Flash, you guys remember Flash from Flash? King, Flash. He was Flash High School kid. You remember that guy?
0: Flash loves these. <laughs> loved Spider Man. Hated Peter. And I could just see that they're playing it up. I mean, if to me it'd be too easy if you what saw. What about it. his
2: buddy in the chair? Or like, half, I or, just don't think. I could for see. The
0: I could see happy
2: for Peter or the audience. That's just a whatever.
0: But seeing, but seeing so, May or MJ die would be Ned? almost too convenient or too easy.
2: What about Ned? Or how about
0: happy? Easy. Because it's, I'm just saying, like, that's what we we would all assume that. And it's to me, to be, okay, that just seems for,
1: like, honestly, if that kid dies on screen, I'm not even, <laughs> my, my
2: heart rate might go down.
0: Then <laughs> Happy could be for worse.
2: For Happy, Indian Happy, Indian. Happy could be worse. kid whose parents don't care about it. Come on. Come on.
0: Happy could be a tough dad.
2: <laughs> he did help, but he didn't Happy's help. Happy's going to die. And by the way, what about Rhodey coming into Peter's life? I feel like he was part I feel of like
0: the next one is going – I feel like there's – We definitely have the we
2: we were in, Me and him were talking about earlier. Who – Because he's going
1: to need help. He's going to be going up against probably Vulture, Scorpion, Mysterio. The whole – Probably other guys we haven't even seen yet. He's going to need help.
0: Mysterio's not – He's dead, though. He's not dead. No, I don't
1: he's think he's dead. dead. I don't, think he's dead. I don't
2: think he's actually no, dead? I don't think he's dead. I think he – I think he, he, he had a body double – died on his behalf awfully, but he, it was, he's so I think
1: he, because he clearly thought way ahead of Peter, who's obviously smart in his own right for his age, when he asked, what's what's his name? The Glasses? When Peter asked The Glasses, the acronym. Edith. Oh, Edith. Edith. He asked if, like, are there any tricks or whatever. He, Mysterio, knew he would ask that, so it had to be something practical, like non- Using the glass, you know what I'm saying, like something that she wouldn't be able to know about, because he didn't have her do it. Fair, he wasn't using tech. Either way, he got he, so won, I mean, he yeah. won the
2: battle. Like either way, he got the better of it. But I could see,
0: I could see um, Falcon Falcon come out. We're know. going to oh, me and James may continue here for a few minutes, but we're saying uh, peace to uh, Zahn for his first debut. Well done, oh,
2: appreciate so, it. Thank you.
0: Let's, fun, let's fun.
2: not let's not wait this long to invite me back on. Until next time. Until next time. So until the next time. Um, we'll yeah, here. we're still going. So yeah, just to kind of, I mean, to wrap,
0: I mean, sort of wrap it up. The I could see Falcon. Falcon could be a good one Rhodey. because Rhodey too. He's, Definitely, he's
2: on, he's on Tony's. He's
1: Tony's guy. All one. right, leave. Ah. Oh. Zalt, no, I agree Zalt with all staying in the cut. I agree so. with Zalt on that because he's gonna have to. He's never gonna have a standalone. I don't think those guys, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, are getting a show. So I think they're, they'll pop in in other people's movies. And I, I like them because they were all, I mean, yeah. Just the fact that Rhodey was so connected to Tony as as Peter is, I think he's an obvious choice to be a sidekick of Spider-Man.
0: So we think MJ dies? You think that's
1: who uh, I is? mean, I mean, obviously May and her are going to be in danger. Like that, I mean, that's why else would they do that? Like, they, so I don't know if they, if, if they die, I just think, I mean, that's spite, like people die around him because he's Spider-Man. Right. Um, but I think, I think a death could happen, but I think
0: obviously the the premise of three is going to be winning back the hearts of people because everyone loved them, you know? that's and No, you're a hundred percent. that's, to me, that's, Death, I'm sure there might be a death that's going to hit it. Or maybe it'll be at the end, but to me, the the focus of the movie is going to be winning back his old, like winning back who he was, because we really see him figure it, start to figure it out, and then all of a sudden the monkey wrench gets thrown,
1: and he's still I, a kid. I agree with you 100%. So no, that's
0: and I really want to see this movie tomorrow. Like I want it written, directed, and produced because I'm selfish. Like that's the thing. I I'm sitting there and I'm like, they're really going to do this to us. Um, I I gotta wait
1: two more years it's awesome so no I'm, I'm all in to me anything on the second the end credit scene
0: I didn't like that I mean that one didn't do as much for me as as like maybe others um, I thought it was kind of cool I I was expecting maybe a little more because of how like there was a lot of hype going into the end credit scenes and obviously the first one lived up to it the second one to me the scrolls being there instead of fury um I don't think that was the point.
1: The point is that what well, we've been rumored I think that confirms it is that phase 4 will be earth non-earth completely separated and it's showing that fury is going to be off there with marvel and guardians and thor And then you'll have Black Panther, Spider-Man, the guys we mentioned before on Earth. Like, I think that's what it was setting up.
0: Sure. I think maybe a little
1: bit of funny, like, wow, Nick Fury wasn't there the whole time. And then you go back and you think, like, I watched the video after, the fact that he let people call him Nick. There's a scene where he says, no, like, my mom doesn't even call me, everyone calls me Fury. So, like, there was some things where, like, some some super heads – probably caught him were like, that's weird. Yeah. But I think that's what yeah. I mean, the first one was Spider-Man's world. That's what he's gonna have to deal with. The second one is what, you know, just giving us a taste of what this next I don't even know how long it'll he be. He
0: wants to play Spider-Man until he's I mean, he's 23. I mean, and we're I feel like we're just scratching the surface with him. Still, I mean obviously he's going it's like this next Spider-Man will be his sixth
1: He's gonna be a very rich man.
0: A six pitcher, but I'm saying as a character, like the character of him, I feel like there's still so much more that they're oh, gonna
1: We haven't gotten Oscorp, which includes you know, Norman Osborne, his son, who um, the second one didn't do really nearly as good a job as the first one with you got Gwen Stacy, hasn't even been introduced. No, Does I he, mean,
0: so he ends up with MJ or Gwen?
1: That so, it? like the second one, Gwen was his first. Like, I think, I mean, the comment, like, well, the first, I mean, you could Gwen was his first. She dies, then MJ comes. But the first Spider Man movie he went with girl. MJ right away. Gwen, like, isn't really a thing. It's the girl from Jurassic World. Yeah. I forget her name. Yeah. She, she never dies in the original trilogy. The second one just chose to start with her right away. They were gonna do MJ second, which I think the second one, but well, we've already seen, like, we don't even see Uncle Ben. We don't like it doesn't do necessarily think, mean do Gwen you,
0: has to come in. Do you think that the the first spider like well because in Homecoming, the first girl was his first love interest. Do you think that was how they were like that's our
1: Gwen or you know? No, what I'm she saying? didn't
0: die. No, she didn't die. I, mean, I know what you're she, saying. she left. Yeah, she I mean left, they could go whatever the way story. they
1: want. So just to your point. We haven't seen any of the – well, I shouldn't say any, but Doc Opp, Norman Osborn. There's been long enough some – we like, those two haven't been on the screen in 20 years. And these guys can obviously do them way better. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man has, maybe just because we watched the movie, but he, they, he has some of the best villains. Kind of like Batman, you know?
0: So, agreed. No, I want me wanting more. I don't. I think we get two Marvel movies next year. I think it's gonna be the Natasha Romanov spinoff, and maybe I think the Eternals may be coming out next year, and then I think twenty twenty-one with Angelina was, Jolie, and then twenty twenty-one they have the potential to re- release four, including Spider-Man Far From Home. So,
1: well, Spider-Man three, so, yeah, Far From Home, Jeez.
0: Spider-Man three. So, and hopefully that gets announced because I don't want to wait until twenty twenty-two for that movie. That's gonna be.
1: It's gonna be a good one,
0: high stakes. So
1: we covered. We have have Star Wars in December.
0: I'm excited for it, but I'm way more excited for Marvel. So
1: yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Crazy. So
0: we've covered a bit of ground here. While James eats his pizza, get this one out for you guys. Um, Hopefully, you like this pod. I think I think we did a good job with it. Um, Give us a follow on Twitter. At Alan Pippin, A L L A N P I P P E N. I'm at Ian Sork. James is at Jimmy T10. Probably should change the handle or not, or you can do whatever you want. Um, wow. Check us out. And until next time, we will talk to you soon.